welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, broads. I tried to make it spooky for a second. It just sounded old. Hello, <laughs> hello broads. Oh, dearie. We're back for the Halloween special, guys. Oh, and per tradition, obviously, the year could not go by without a visit from Roz Dreadful. She's Celeste. here. She's Hi. back in the building. I'm back. How are you guys? Oh, we've missed you so much. Broads, if you are a new listener... It might be worth tuning in back to some of our old episodes with Roz Drez Velez mm-hmm. in the building. And she also has a fabulous podcast called <gasps> Ghosted. It's so good. Thank it's you. So, so fantastic. Well, it's so crazy. It's been a year to the date the last time that I was on your show. Yes. And um, last time, just like today, it's my birthday. <laughs> yes. And I can't think of what I'd rather be doing. Oh, we just love you. I know last year you showed up and you were like, well, yeah, it's, I have something. It's it's my birthday. Or no, we were doing a Zoom because it was yeah. that. And we're like, oh, my God, what? And then you came in today and you're like, well, yeah, it's my birthday. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> no place I'd rather be. <laughs> the fact that you would sacrifice your birthday day to spend oh my time God. with us. I love it. You guys are so fun. Okay. What we have to talk about is what we were just talking about, which I think Roz and I are going to have to go estate sale shopping together because we were just talking about estate sales and how have you done it? Have I done estate sales? Yeah. Like yes, frequently? Honey, yeah. I am on all the mailing yeah. lists. I am on all the websites. <laughs> I get every single Estatesales.net. day. Yes. I am checking every day. I'm looking through people's stuff. Because that's the thing. That's what we were talking about. Like, you go to these things and you see somebody's every moment of their lives. You see pictures of their families. You see their pill bottles. You see everything. It's yeah. So you know what's really depressing to me is when you go in and... Um, it's their whole closet dumped on the bed, like just piles oh, of like no. clothes. But just some on of these the companies really um, like honor the people and curate and, it. And curate it, right? But that's why all I'm saying is that it is so fascinating to see somebody's life, and it's not always that somebody died, you know. Right. Sometimes it's like people just move or they're downsizing or, yeah. or whatever. But I, I just I don't know. I'm always fascinated by seeing people's like. You're just like going into someone's life and especially like you'll see like, oh, that's what they were into in the 80s and the 90s. And and I love it. It's like a stop motion looking at like when everything kind of ended, like where everything was. Oh, my God. See, now but when we get spooky, like that's like always the thing where it's like someone someone goes to see a house and the realtor and they go they go in and it's like as if someone just left in the middle of the night. What is that? I hear those stories sometimes. Weird. Well, both of you have frequently spoken about because you are both like thrifting queens, estate sale queens, about being scared about purchasing something that is potentially haunted. I know. Right? I think it's good to... You know, it's not even haunted too. Sometimes it's just like bad energy. Like you don't know what the mm-hmm. previous owner, like you don't know what kind of like violence might have been going on in the home. Like you you don't know. You don't know. No. I think it's best to just do a little, say some words, do some holy water, some sage, whatever your thing is. Mm-hmm. See what you got to do. But sometimes I'm like, I'm going to risk it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to do nothing and just see what happens. Let's just see if I get a little bit of an interaction in my home. I know it is chaotic, but I have, I, even since I've talked to you guys, so I, last time I talked to you, I had recently moved to a new place and 
It's not haunted, but I have gotten like. I feel like, but I'm really hoping I can get it to be. No, I'm the, the opposite. I'm like, I got like a salt chunk in my room, and yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. like uh, every single crystal you can imagine that's supposed to keep out the yeah. bad stuff, and I'm just like completely whatever it takes to keep away uh, the ghosts. There's a time and a place. Where I just want to talk about them. I'm yeah. like, a, you know what I am? I'm like a shitty early 2000s <laughs> gossip columnist. Like, I don't want to be confronted by the people that I'm constantly talking about. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare call me out and don't try to interact with me even though I talk about you. I but I'm talk <laughs> shit about demons nonstop, but I don't want you to come for me. They're just like, excuse me. I've heard you've been saying some shit about us around the block. It's my security system. Yeah. Like, literally, it's like, this is how I'm going to keep you guys away. But don't you feel like sometimes the acknowledgement of the other world is what seems to prompt their appearances? <sighs> See, I don't know. Okay, I, I talk to, I really <laughs> am trying to just gather a team. Like, this is what my podcast has come turned into, is like reaching out to these people that specialize in demonology and exorcisms and that kind of stuff, where I have a team just in case something goes down, I'm calling them all up and we're all going to... Ghostbusters. Gonna, yes. And so some. I was just talking to one about this kind of a thing where it's like, are they just kind of floating around and then they're like, oh, someone's talking about us. Let's go over there. Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if that's the case. I think you have to... I think it seems that there there might be more to it. You have to really be looking for it. Mm -hmm. Or I think it oh. might be... Maybe the opposite of what I'm saying, where denial is really strong. So some people's denial is so strong that they're choosing to overlook these Interesting. supernatural or extraterrestrial experiences they might have had. You know, people have, you can do mental gymnastics in one way of making something a thing, but you could do the opposite of downplaying something that was a thing. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. right. You also just said extraterrestrial, <laughs> which I saw UFOs. Since I talked to you guys last. Okay, so this is going to be a big theme of this episode, even though I know it's Halloween and it's supposed to be spooky. Oh, but extraterrestrial extra is spooky. They're the thing right now. Oh, and they're having their moment, honey. They <laughs> are having their moment. They really are. I was just following a meme account that I love the other night, and she was reposting all these different videos of in New Jersey. There was some UFO thing flying through the sky the other night. Yeah. Anyway, tell us about, oh tell God. us, tell us. Beam me up, please take me. I know, there is a part of me that's like. I'm just like, where's the leg? Just, I know. And I have a great story from my cousin, of a little weird extraterrestrial one, frozen time story, as she tells it. Oh my it. God. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Okay, so. I went to Sedona. Oh, which, have you guys ever been to Sedona? Um, my boyfriend's from there. Oh my yeah. god, cool. <laughs> yeah. It is so beautiful. It is the most beautiful. I had never been, and I just like had the weekend free, and so I was like, I'm just gonna do uh, take my dog, and we're gonna like go places, go spooky places. I don't yeah. know. And again, I'm like, I'm into the crystals, so I might as well go to like the place you mm -hmm. get the crystals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, um, I found this UFO tour thing there, and basically it was me and a family. <laughs> we were the only people on the tour. <laughs> and we, Did this, you have your dog, or were you just My alone? dog was yeah. there, yeah, with us. And, um, <laughs> and this uh, woman drove us out to some, I mean, I got in a car with some lady that said she was going to show me UFOs. With the family? Uh, the family drove separately, okay. but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, 
How much did this cost? I can't. It was less than a hundred. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, crazy. okay, not okay. bad, not bad. And it was kind of like you're gonna see UFOs or your money back, and I'm like, works for me. Wow, that is quite a guarantee. It was. I think. I think that's what they said. Okay. It was gonna be that if it wasn't. <laughs> so I um, we went out to some like lookout, and she explained to us what we're gonna see, and and um, this this woman knows a lot about this stuff. And she claims to have been abducted. And she gave us these like military grade goggles. And um, they're incredible, like these night vision goggles. And we just like, as soon as we get them on, and she gave us like these little laser pointers, and she explained to us the difference between all the different things you could see you right. know, an airplane, a military, yeah, all sure. of it, drones, all of it. And um, she's like, if you see something, like you, it's illegal to, to shine them at right. a plane. So, so just kind of put in the direction and we'll, you know, we'll go, we'll all look in that direction. And like within just a few minutes, she's all, there's one. And, um, <laughs> and it's sure enough, it's like, you can see planes, you can see they have got lights on and you can see the different things. And then you see these, these like, it, I mean, essentially it's a dot. It's what, like a, these white kind of. It just looks like a star that's moving in a way that is going, it's on a mission. Right. It's Have you been looking somewhere. at videos since that too? Have you? Not, no, not, no? not okay. more okay, than okay. ever. I mean, this, it wasn't what they would consider structured craft. You know, it's like, I can't see the mechanics and stuff. It's right. just, who knows how far away it right. is. Right. But you just see like little dots. And then at like a couple of points, I can show you guys videos. At certain points, you could see them interacting kind of with each other, Whoa. which I planes couldn't do. Or no. stop. And then go like you can't just stop up there. <sighs> Fuck! So, I'm trying to find the video that this girl was posting because it sounds like exactly what you're describing. Where and it'll be like zooming kind of, and then we'll like hover. Yeah, it was and, like, so weird. Wow. Oh, and then she, she was telling us like if you do if you like keep clicking the laser, sometimes they'll like flash back. And we're we kept doing it, and I have a video where all of a sudden one just like gets really bright. Weird. That is yeah, wild. and those lasers are actually so high power that, like, yeah, they are illegal to shine at a plane and stuff because they're, they're yeah. bright. They must have been those illegal lasers. I don't know what this <laughs> thing was that I went on. The lady that <laughs> did it, I was like, "Can you please come on my podcast?" And she's like, "Yeah." And she, I hope she didn't get abducted because I have <laughs> like, not I heard from her. I have not heard from her since. You're, and so, you're like, the fact of the matter, she's going out every single night, she's put it, pointing laser pointers, like doing Morse code at UFOs, and who, God knows what she's asking them to right. do. And I asked her, like, do people get abducted from Sedona? Like, do people say that? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I want that. She's like, oh, it's fun. It's like, it's fun. Like, it's like it's great. It's Get like a probed, beautiful come thing. come back. It's wild. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. you know I'm not against it. You know, I'd love to be abducted. Okay, broads, little pause from this alien ghost spookiness to talk to you about this important thing. Listen, I was at my dad's house over the weekend, and the second I walked in, the entire house smelled like I walked onto the set of a fall Hallmark movie, like pumpkin spice, warm apple pie, which, come on, no complaints here, but noticeably absent was the smell of a litter box, which, considering he has an indoor cat, is a pretty big deal, but that's because he uses Pretty Litter. Okay, so Pretty Litter is the best cat litter if you want to keep your house from uh, smelling like cat litter. 
That's like the worst smell in the entire world. Uh, so pretty litters of ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly, and they last up to a month. And I have two cats, and before we made the switch to Pretty Litter, I would swear I was scooping out their litter box multiple times a day. I was convinced I could smell it every time they used it. It was disgusting. But now that we use Pretty Litter, I honestly don't notice it at all, and we scoop it way less often. And it also has this amazing crystal base that helps minimize dust, which has not only helped my allergies a ton, but it's also minimized the number of little paw prints I find around the house, and then I am not walking around getting kitty litter stuck to my feet or dust stuck to it. Ugh, that's just the worst. And the coolest part is that Pretty Litter even looks out for the health of your cat when early signs of potential illness like kidney issues or urinary tract infection are detected. Pretty Litter will change color so that you can stay on top of your cat's health. And just to make this whole thing even more convenient, instead of going to the store and lugging around a boulder-sized bag of litter, Pretty Litter ships right to you in a small, lightweight bag. Make the switch to Pretty Litter today. It's just good sense. And you can go to prettylitter.com and use promo code CHATTY for 20% off your first order. That's also good sense. PrettyLitter.com, promo code chatty for 20% off. PrettyLitter.com, promo code chatty. So it is painfully obvious to us and probably everyone who uses any kind of traditional period care product that they are in need of a serious overhaul, okay? We've been using the same basic concepts for decades, but we all want more, right? I, for one, would like to not have to choose between a product that is comfortable, body safe, and safe for the planet, why can't we have it all in one? Well, actually, now you can with Flex. Flex is completely changing the period care products we've all known forever. And that's a really good thing. Right now, they've got two products. They've got the Flex Disc and they've got the Flex Cup. I love the Flex Cup. I've been using a menstrual cup for years now. I literally put it in at the beginning of the day and I forget about it until I'm home again at night. It's amazing. It's a no-fuss product I recommend to everyone. You should, you should just try it. If you've seen a cup before, but you think they look intimidating, I, I totally understand. But trust me, the Flex Cup's so easy to use. It's such an easy learning curve. It's made with beginners in mind. And it's zero waste. You can literally keep one for years. And you're going to save so much money. And the other product uh, Flex offers is their Flex Disc, which is unlike anything I had ever used before now, but now it's the only thing that I use. It's basically a bendable disc with soft plastic in the middle that collects rather than absorbs, and it fits completely inside so you truly forget you have it in. And are you ready to hear the real kicker, Broads? It's the only product that lets you have 100% mess-free period sex. Yeah, you heard that right. Say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash chatty, use code chatty for 20% off flex disc starter kits, or get 10% off your first flex cup. Just try it. It's so much better. Anyway, plus you get free U.S. shipping. Use code chatty at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash chatty. I had a friend in high school who was like really into, I don't know, he was so weird. He worked at like, it was actually my boyfriend's friend. He worked at a telescope station up in the mountains. Did you know these things existed? Yes, I didn't are, know about yes. this. It, they're remote telescope stations. Okay. And people, very wealthy people who are interested in astronomy around the world can tap into these, these telescopes. They're giant, like 
half the size of this room in these mm. huge places in the middle of nowhere where there's no light pollution so you can see the stars through them. Oh, yes. So this guy's job, and he was like probably 18 at the time, like someone would call him up, you know, some wealthy guy in New York or whatever, and would be like, I want to, you know, can you adjust the telescope to this Whoa. coordinate? And he would drive. He lived in the mountains, and he would drive there and adjust the telescope. Anyway, oh my God. but he that had lasers and he was like, do not point these like up in the sky. You can get it's actually like a federal offense. They, they, yeah. You have these like illegal lasers that are so powerful that they can really fuck up flight paths and shit like that. Wow. Yeah. So, so I don't know what she had. I think what I did was shady. I, I, I'm not my sure. My point being, if it was a UFO, like it, the light probably could come in contact with the UFO. That's my yeah. that's my mm-hmm. point in saying that. I like, highly recommend the, this this thing I did. If um, she's still there. If you just Google like Sedona UFOs, like you'll find it. And um, it was it's really, so really cool. And I, it felt majestic. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I also happened to do a whale watch, which I've never done oh. with my parents. In Sedona? <laughs> no, <laughs> like uh, the a week or two after my parents were in town and we did that. And it was like the same feeling. Oh, here mm-hmm. in L.A.? Um, yeah, like oh. in Long Beach area. Like, yeah. So could do that. they have yeah. amazing whale watching right cool. off of our coast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and that was a very similar feeling where you're mm. like, Wow, we share the same universe. This is so much bigger than myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah it felt very like that. So, um, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. And so, yeah, UFOs are really having their moment. I mean, people, I don't know, they say U- UAP, Unidentified Aerial uh. Phenomena. You know, it's like, I don't really know. Or in, in like Demi Lovato says, now we should say extraterrestrial instead of alien. Their show is really... I watched uh, it. Lovato? Yes. Uh, I I thought it was really fun. Uh, they're all looking for UFOs and. Oh yeah, they have that. Like it's it's fully UFO because they got abducted, right? That's what Demi says. That's what Demi I says. can't handle Demi after the yogurt shop scandal. I am oh, over yeah. them. It's it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, but you know the, the the UFOs have gotten to the point of pop stars, and you know they're they're trying to make a name for themselves. They're trying to collab, you know these these uh, extraterrestrials. They're like, we're ready for you to all give us the credit we deserve. I just picture now when like the aliens come and potentially invade, that because you made an interactive connection by flicking that laser oh. at them, that they're gonna like land and just give you a little wink and pass by you. Yeah, They'll be like you're good. I truly believe that they're not bad. No. I there's nothing that makes me think that they're bad, in what? my personal opinion. No, not at all. Because what are they doing though? They could do so much fucked sure. up shit to us. There's obviously so much smarter than us. Mm-hmm. There's so much more advanced than us. They wouldn't they they could do something. I think that they're um I think they're good. I think they come in peace. That's what I think. What if they're not like what if the UFOs and the extraterrestrials are actually just like computers or robots and they're not the actual beings from the other planet? Because maybe be. they can't maybe they can't come into our atmosphere. atmosphere. So maybe they're sending little, you know. Oh my gosh, drop the robots off. How drop. precious. <laughs> I am convinced that I'm convinced myself today, but I've thought about it before. I really think your house stuff is extraterrestrial. I do. I don't <gasps> think it's ghosts. I really do think it's aliens. When you were talking about the buzzing thing, give yeah. a little give a little reca- quick recap about that part. Becca, of it. Oh you God. you saying that just made my whole body like covered in chills. 
Tell about about that part, because that part. What if I'm? What if I'm like living on like uh, like a alien burial burial ground? Like a, like a whole. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Or like some sort of little like blip in in like a dimension. Okay, okay. Like yeah, a that, little. That's like, what I think. That's what I think. Blip. Like your attic or something. yes. That's that's kind of what I've been thinking uh, the, maybe, the past several months. Tell me about that. Tell maybe me about it's that also part. why I've been having so many memory issues. Maybe it's not like just my brain <gasps> well, needing to get. Maybe I should show my. Maybe I should play everything. my cousin's uh my cousin's story. Yes. Okay, because yes. it kind of goes into all of this. But t- please tell. Okay, give a recap. So recap, broads and Roz, you and I talked about it a little bit, but I don't think I mentioned this to you. So over the past like year, I guess now, there's been weird phenomena at my home. Um, uh, it started with hearing noises and um, the dogs acting very strange, like not wanting to come in the house at certain points, which is very unlike them. Um, and my daughter was like seeing things and, and having weird moments. But one of the strangest things for me was that for a while I would wake up around the same time every single day. It was like two thirty or three in the morning, I think. And I would wake up because I would hear this ringing in my ears, but I could tell that it wasn't in my ears. Like, you know that, you know, the difference when you're ring have ringing in your own ears mm-hmm. because you're like, what, what a sound frequency is dying. They say when you hear that ringing all of a sudden, mm-hmm. um, it was an outside ringing and it would literally like, it sounded like when you're in a movie and they're having like the person, like when someone gets shot and there's yes. that ringing, that was that sound. And I'd wake up because of the sound of the ringing <sighs> and I'd always walk into the hall and the hall my bathroom hall is what felt like so weird to me. And like, granted, there's the attic above, which feels like, oh, so on the nose. But I'd walk in and it was weird because I'd walk through the hall and I'd hear the ringing. And all of a sudden I'd and I'd be like, where is it coming from? Is it like a, a sink or something? And I'd walk through the hall and I'd take one step and the ringing would stop. And then I'd keep walking and then I could tell the ringing was like behind me. So then I'd go back again and then where it should be, it was like silence. And there was like this weird space where the ringing was, but I wasn't coming from anything. And that shit scared me like so bad because I was like, I was literally waking up. There was truly like probably three weeks where I was waking up every single day and it was really freaking me out. I'm like, what is going on in my house? And is it was there sort a of leak? like pinpoints of sound and no sound, right? Yes, like that was, it was kind like, of that's what I'm saying. Thing. It was like this vacancy where all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, the ringing, I can tell it's, I'm getting closer to it. It's getting louder. And then when I got to where it should be the loudest, it would be like gone. And then I'd go backwards and the ringing was there. What is that? And granted, when you guys opened up the attic, all the boxes that were yeah. close around the opening of the, the entrance of the ad- attic were all pushed, pushed back. And to me, like, that sounds kind of ghosty, but it also sort of sounds like this sort of, like, cosmic kind of, like... Like a movement. Right. Uh, oh, God. You yeah, think that, that there's extraterrestrials sneaking into your house? Or just, like, <laughs> energy? Like, like yeah, some split, like, like some a dimension. energy dimension force. Because, yeah, it was so weird because Evan always put all the boxes right in the front because it's easy access. And when there was one night when we were hearing a lot of, like, banging up in the attic and we were like I was like Evan yeah and I was like Evan you need to go up and look at it now and he was like I don't want to do it and I was like (laughs) I'm not going up and doing it so he he went up and I was standing at the base and he's like fuck I'm like what he's like all the boxes are pushed back 
I hate that. And I'm like, what? like, and we're trying not to panic, and then we're just like, I'm <laughs> unable to sleep. I do. I, I I do think it's aliens or extraterrestrials. That's what I think. I want to play this story for you guys because oh my gosh, you know so they're funny. trying to. I really think that they're trying to break into showbiz. Yeah, that's what I think. They <laughs> like, they know pay it's, attention. it's L.A. They're like maybe we can. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to do like a 90 day fiance kind of a thing or something. I'm like, I accept. Yes, <laughs> I do. We'll figure out the husband portion at some point. Now, guys, this is my cousin. And they are I, I said I was going to keep it anonymous, but whatever. This is my cousin. I won't say their name. And she is. She said she has so many stories she doesn't even know. She sent me like literally like a half an hour worth of stories, which I will be listening to. But this one seems very perfect for this conversation. Okay. Granted, okay. it is it, it it's a little long, but just tune in, guys. This is uh my family has a lot of interesting stories in general on my dad's side. And this is the one thing I will say about your house is that mm, you you do say though it feels like it comes and goes, but I don't I have never been in your house and felt any weirdness. No, and I don't... So that's what is interesting. I don't feel like... When I step into my house, Like I don't feel like, oh, this feels full of haunting to me. Um, it... Ever. Now, we've had the babysitters mention stuff before. Sure. Uh, um, yes. But no Classic. one's really like, oh, gosh, this house feels weird. When I walk into my home, I feel love and hominess. Like, yeah. I don't feel anything weird. But then there's just these moments where all of a sudden, like I was saying, it's like, and that's why I'm like, I sometimes don't know how to explain it on the podcast because I'm like, everything's been great for three weeks. And then all of a sudden, one night, there's ringing, there's weird energy that both Evan and I feel, and it feels... It feels like heavy. I, I don't know. It just, mm, well, that sounds kind of demony. Okay, hang on a minute. In okay. my bag here, you know, okay. I don't leave the house mm-hmm. without ghost hunting equipment. <gasps> mm-hmm. Should we see if there's something here? Yeah. Yeah. You want to? Yes. Oh my yes. God. Oh my well, gosh. Okay. See, this is an uh, EMF meter, which I, there's so many, there's so many <laughs> like things in here, like that are uh, admitting electromagnetic frequency sure. you know i am sort of a scientist <laughs> right 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 um so i don't know they might um they might be going off wait let me see oh i haven't God. used this in a while well and then okay so this is the studio too um yeah i don't know if there if there is anything i also have this this is a spirit box which What's that basically it like <laughs> scans a bunch of like radio waves and you can like uh, to be completely honest with you, I don't believe in this as much as other things. Okay. And basically, it's like they're kind of noisy, and it and it just like is scanning through like f- like fuzz, and then sometimes you'll hear like, "Hey, bitch!" Like you'll hear like yeah. a little a like, weird little like blip, a little blip, and then people oh. will be like, "It just said, hey, bitch!" <laughs> like so, I don't know. You want to see? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, we could yeah, go yeah. to your. No, no, no do, it, do it, do it. We've okay. got plenty of time. Okay, okay. Let's see. I haven't. It's been a minute since I've used this. Okay. And so what does that thing do, though? Well, also, why don't... Okay, yeah, so you just think that one might be a little more hokey. I don't know. People believe in it, but... Wait. Oh, oh we can just do it this way. Whoa. How do we make it? Oh. I just heard it say something. I heard that, too. Wait, so do we, like, 
ask it a question or what? Wait, what was that? That was like that was like a full sentence. <laughs> Your face. Wait, Wait, is this like is it does this work like a radio scanner though, or like we picking up like cop cars kind of thing or no? I don't know if it picks up cop cars or like radio. Is it like picking up? Can it pick up radio? You know. Um. Yeah, no. that's like what it's okay. doing, and but that's like, why I'm that just like, be like a radio station. Exactly, but I think that people think that because it's saying a certain thing at a certain like if you're like, okay. "What's your name?" and then oh, okay. all of a sudden you hear like Sarah, you hear like Costco, like <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. a Costco commercial. It's like Costco's here. The ghost's name is Costco. That's where I'm like a little bit like, girl. Okay, let's ask it a question. Okay, 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 okay. What are you? An extraterrestrial. That's music. Other. I heard <laughs> I other. I just said other. I, I heard other. Okay, Guys, okay, that's okay. a fucking radio station. I okay. know, but okay, okay, still. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, um, what, is your, what is your name? Alvin? <laughs> Alvin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alvin? wait, 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 wait. What, why are you here in just, let me finish. Why are you here in Jess and Evan's home? Hey, D. Bindo. Wait, I need to turn this up. Why are you For here? For music. Why are you here in this home? What was that? What was I don't that? Know. Um, how cute do I look? <laughs> I can't hear it. <laughs> this is what it sounds when I'm tuning my AM radio stations. I don't like this one. Now, I will say it did say other, and then it said Alvin. <laughs> I heard other and Alvin. Yeah, yeah, other. yeah. So wait, I'm wait. getting. I want to do like one more question. Let's yeah, yeah. do like. Um... Do you come in peace? <laughs> that was weird. It sounded like it said. It sounded like come in peace. It fully said come in it peace. It said come in peace. It fully said come in peace. It said come in something. <laughs> it's coming. It said come in peace. You heard that, come right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did. I did. We're gonna have to replay that. Um, okay, uh, are, are you the one that was in the attic? All I, I heard was a clip of Mexican music. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it's not the person in the attic. Oh, great. <laughs> but uh, whoever they are, they come in peace. They come, they in, come peace. in peace. So Alvin, the okay. extraterrestrial, comes in peace. Do you, wait, are you uh, enjoying the show so far? We didn't catch that. Can you repeat? I heard no. I heard no, too. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck you, Alvin. All right. Well, you need to put in, like, the app description, like, uh, special guest Roz, Jez Velez, and Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> who is not happy about the show so far. Uh, Alvin, they're peaceful. Alvin's not a huge fan, but, you know, luckily coming in peace. Explain this one. So this one, they say that ghosts emit 
electromagnetic frequencies, you know, um, you know, we're electric beings. And so um, sometimes they can kind of intelligently, if you're asking, a like if you're ghost hunting and all of a sudden this little thing is like going crazy or mm. whatever, you're like, right. oh, what's over here? Mm. And then sometimes I've been involved in paranormal investigations where it's like, uh, you can talk to that, like kind of a yes or no, oh, situation, which uh-huh. you can do with a lot of different things. Make this light turn on or whatever. Um, so, you know, you could be like, is your name Elvin? And then it's like, right. you know, so I don't know that something like this, I think is good. But if we're just like sitting here, I don't know. It's well, we I don't, try, we try I don't talking know. to it. <laughs> sure, we could. <laughs> I would be so interested to hear to hear this stuff too in the hallway. Uh, that's, might have to do a little video. Okay. Are just... you Alvin? It's not. Is this an extraterrestrial? Uh, is this an extraterrestrial beans? Are you extraterrestrial beans? Give them time. I'm just picturing like an alien coming down here, making it in showbiz like being a rapper or like a pop star she's the extra terrestrial <laughs> what if it's like men in black and they come and they're trying to they really are trying to just like take over bodies I mean, like you know it was so crazy they changed like they just changed it just wasn't the same wait. anymore i'll keep this on and i'll keep an eye on yeah, it please do you because wait? i've i've done this before where you just kind of set one down and then all it'll of start a sudden, going off yeah <gasps> and then that's when we got to be like pull this one out and be like what's going on okay okay okay, okay. great so i'm gonna play this story and let's see oh, if yeah, there's sorry any about that no <laughs> no no they, we are on I'm absolutely thrilled. no schedule <laughs> at all but this one is just yeah okay it's kind of long but it's 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 long, but it is interesting because I'm curious. You have people come on with extraterrestrial stories, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Not a ton. I mean, you know, a lot of times people will be like, one time I saw a thing that was weird in the sky for two seconds. But I haven't talked to anybody that's been abducted or anything like well, that. Well, I wanna play I this just because I wanna see if it aligns with any of the experiences in your home. That's okay. mainly why I wanna okay. play this because I find it interesting in the context of what we've been discussing. Hey, good morning, it's me. I don't know if you're going to be editing this or whatever nope. for your podcast, but won't be. So, um, I have a missing time story. Uh, it happened while I was living in uh, in LA in a- uh, The details. Place called Alhambra in an apartment there near Main Street, off somewhere near Front Street and Main Street. This is so my family, by the way. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, my the person that I was living with, my boyfriend at the time, actually had... Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, interference! <gasps> oh, my God. It's Alvin, did, he's did trying the... to sabotage this show. <sighs> Alvin. Near Main Street. Okay. Uh... My, the person that I was living with, my boyfriend at the time, actually had had a really, um, really scary, really bizarre, very memorable UFO experience. And I, I don't know if I have time to tell the whole thing, 
Um, but he basically, him and his dorm mate or housemate, I think at the time, were, I'll try to make it fast, they were driving down a highway um, with one car behind them. They saw something in the sky. He was driving, so he was trying to concentrate on the road and kind of look in the sky. But from, but, but so what he said was there was this thing. It was really, really high up in the air, but it came kind of towards their car where the two cars were driving. And um, it came down near the car and then it shot out in the front of the car, still really, really high up in the air, not like right above it, like in a movie, but kind of sounds like the movement. Um, and then he said that it, and they're still driving. And then he said that it, this is, I know this is going to sound insane, but he said that it came down just a little bit and it started pacing the car and then went over the car. And as it went over the car, he said that all this gray matter started coming out. And I remember telling him like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean matter? Like, like a fog, like a mist, like a powder, like a what, like ashes, like a light, like what? And he said, um, he said that he had no words for it. He couldn't describe it. All he knows is that he could see it and it was gray. So it had mass. It was matter, some kind of matter. He doesn't know what. And, and, um, uh, it kind of came down on them and then the thing was just gone and it was just gone. And the reason he told me the story was because he had this really weird, um, like these three, uh, I call them beauty marks, but three little, little tiny moles on his chest in the shape of a triangle. And I always thought like, it was kind of cool, you know? And so I asked him where he got it or not where he got it, but I asked him, you know, about it one time. I mentioned it like that. It was like, so I don't know the shape of it or something was weird. So anyway, that's when he told me that story. And then he said, after that happened, like, I don't know, not long after that experience, um, he started hearing like there were people in his house and um, not like any commotions or any, not like any big, large noises, any commotion or anything, just like the sound of, you know, when somebody else is on the other side of the house when you're, you know, when you're home. Like you can hear somebody moving around, whatever. So he said that went on for a while. And then eventually the last time that he heard it, it sounded like somebody, like the people were in the room with him or whoever was in the room with him. Mm. And, um, and then it just never happened again. But after that, he had these three moles. And I thought, ooh, that's a creepy story, you know, whatever. But wait, there's more. And then uh, a while after he told me that story, I asked him to tell me again one night because I thought it was a cool story. But after he told me that second time, that same week, just a few days later, I had walked into our kitchen and I um, glanced at the microwave and it was like 2.45. I walked over to the, to the sink and I washed maybe like three or four dishes and it usually takes like maybe 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes if you start staring out the kitchen window or whatever, you know. So anyway, I finished washing the dishes. I turned around to walk out of the kitchen and it's like almost four o'clock in the afternoon. Like I had lost, I had lost like an hour and a half. Like I had lost a really, really, really long time. And I just remember looking at the clock. I mean, looking at the microwave and thinking and getting and freezing and getting this like cold chill through my body. And I kind of like looked around and I mean, I didn't have a cell phone at this time. I don't remember. This was like 20 something years ago, but 
um, I looked around and I was like, what? And, and then I, I just remember, st- I just remember looking at the, looking back at the microwave like 87 million times. Cause it was so weird. Anyway, um, shortly thereafter, like the next day I had these three <laughs> and I will send you a picture. I had these three, um, beauty marks on my arm, on the back of my <gasps> shoulder that are the exact shape and they're pointing in the exact direction as his, that he had on his chest. Um, and it was really weird because, like, we would see things in the apartment. We would have, like, all these paranormal experiences. I remember one time his um, son, who was really little, oh, yeah. who was, like, six, um, woke up one morning. And um, when they were en route to his mom's house, um, the his son had mentioned, Dad, what's a spirit? And, his, and um, my boyfriend was like, you know, where did you hear that word? I've never told you that before. Like, he knew he was like, I've never talked to my son about any of this stuff. I've never anything, you know. He goes, I have no idea where he would have, you know, even gotten an idea of a spirit. And he goes, so I asked him, where'd you hear that word? And he said, well, last night there was a green light on the ceiling in the room. And that he just, that that word came into his head or something like that. I don't know, it was a really long time ago, but... Um, but anyway, so there's like a combo paranormal story, paranormal and like maybe, you know, uh, abduction story. I don't know. <laughs> like, I have no idea. And I know that, that all three, all three moles showed up at the same time on my shoulder because at the time I was, like I said, I was living in LA and I was like, you know, in my, uh, early twenties and I was like obsessed with checking out my skin, you know, and making sure, you know, because of the sun and, you know, all that kind of stuff, whatever. So the fact that they showed up overnight all at the same time was just like the weirdest thing. And, um, yeah. And to this day, I never have really talked to anybody about it. I've always wondered about it. I've been listening to a lot of art bell. I always have for years, listened to art bell. And so I wanted to share that story. So (laughs) there you go and do whatever you want with it, you know, Anyway, she was like, I don't know if it's like, if that's like a, a blip in like the dimensions or what, but I thought that that was very interesting and it made me kind of think of your house. Yeah, no, totally. And also that was weird, like the description too of her ex's son saying like this like word like appeared in my head kind of like uh-huh. spirit when I saw this like like a sort of rem- made me think of the Ember's experiences of like oh like not being asleep but like seeing yes, or experiencing things. Experiencing she, I mean she also always like around that time started asking a bunch of like very strange mm-hmm. questions that like weren't instigated by us or anything that she was watching about like death and god and yeah, like yeah. you know whatever and i'm looking and i definitely have a triangle right there no see i think that they i i have heard that kind of a thing where they leave a marking and and they like track you you know like they do that with like i don't know sharks Dude, or something tri- i have triangles all over my chest wait, wait, wait. wait i have kind of a triangle it's not like a perfect triangle but it is a triangle okay granted freckles are like stars you yes. can create a constellation with anything i'll just put that out there but let's that's see that's a triangle let's though. see this one two one two three and then i have this one two one two three but that's like a perfect triangle i don't know what that's about oh <sighs> Yeah, I granted, mean, I'm, I'm I'm gonna be the skeptic of the day because yeah, I have I, I have, have a lot of freckles. I have, so I have tons I have, of beauty marks. But all also, over. this was L.A. area. That's not like true. 
Also, it is weird that she said that they like appeared and same with her boyfriend at the time. It was like that they is noticed very overnight. Like what the hell? I know. I um. So the story <laughs> that I was thinking about, I, ha- I have to look up to confirm that this is true, and I didn't just make this up. Fran Drescher, you know, the nanny. Yes, but, she, of, but of course. She claims that she, um, this this is from Today, the Today Show website. It says, Fran Drescher, aliens implanted me with a chip. Okay, so okay, it's weird that you say that because when they were talking about, when I was listening to your story earlier, I was like, I wonder if these aliens are going around implanting people. That's what I'm saying. They track I, you. I had that thought too. Weird. And so she's saying that aliens did that? See, but I, this is what I'm afraid of. They start tracking me, they're going to be like, what is this bitch doing? <laughs> like, what cream? are these habits? Are, yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely say this. So my mom lives um, like right on the water in Orange County. And so she's got this like crazy view of yeah. the beach. But then also at nighttime, the sky. Wait, this thing is moving. It's wiggling. Uh-oh. Show us. I kind of don't know. If I pick it up, it might change things nope nope it's still going now i think it could be because my phone because look at if you put your phone by it it does whoa because oh, the wow. okay, okay keep it away oh no <laughs> do you have incoming stuff do you have incoming stuff move your phone away yeah see it stopped oh. i saw a little wiggle i saw a little wiggle too well, I mean, like, tech. Uh, you're no and fun. A, you're the skeptical of the group. And a chill fell over the I mean, air. I'm actually Just like, not. Today I'm feeling very, because uh, I didn't get much sleep last night. Here's the skeptical. thing. I've gotten so much more skeptical as, uh, it's been like three years that I've been doing my podcast. And at the first, I was very like, sure. demon, everything. And <laughs> now I'm like, I've heard enough shit where I'm like, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's very healthy, especially if you talk to people that are pros in the field. Mm-hmm. They'll say, you have to be skeptical. You can't believe everything yeah. you, you I, hear. I feel like since the house thing, I've gotten really skeptical. Mm. Because like I, you're like... I feel a little crazy sometimes, so I used to definitely be like, you know, and obviously I still will lean into it in certain times for fun because it's yeah, fun we all to like have lean good in. Stories. Totally. But in general, with the house, like it has to kind of be a big moment for me to be like, okay, because then I start going, okay, there's old, the house is old. You hear like growing uh-huh. pains of the house, like you know, whatever. But when you were with your cousins thing, the the talking in the room with you, that was one of the things that. That's that's when Evan and I had the like our first conversation about it because we were sitting and eating um, dinner together and all of a sudden we heard talking in our bedroom uh! and we were like we both looked at each other we stopped we were watching a show we stopped the show and we were both like Elvin? what the fuck and Evan you know gets up and he's just like ready to like hit someone and walks to our bedroom and he's like there's nothing in the bedroom and we were both like we stopped the show because it was like they are speaking in our bedroom. Ew. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, there's someone out. Like, we, you know, you can hear, we know where the street is. Did it is. sound weird at all, or was it did literally just sound like people just chatting? It sounded just like quiet, like, yeah, I guess I was, was it? Like no, whispering? I don't yeah. like that. But like, but like, but it sounded like whispering, but like you could hear it. It's muffled. Muffled. Yeah. yeah. But it was also, it sounded like it was in the other room. So maybe that's why it sounded muffled. I don't know. Again, you know, there's always, I, I, the alien thing feels feels good to me like that feels like okay because of those moments 
also like I've like I said there's weird fucking memory shit going on I've been having these weird moments where I've been going to the doctor for it trying to figure out what's wrong it looks fine but they literally like weird shit like that where I'm like all of a sudden I'll hear this like ringing and I'll be like what the heck is going on but then I'm fine but I haven't had it outside of the house yet I will say so right well and this is like you know with the pandemic us being in our houses a lot and um I mean I feel out of it as well because I'm like so not used to like having to be places and like you know be around people and um maybe we're observing more about our homes have you had the time thing have you had any weird time blips not that I've noticed not that I've noticed specifically but again I've also been feeling in this weird like when I wake up in the middle of the night with the ringing I don't know how to describe the feeling it feels warped in the hallway Uh uh-huh it feels like a warp Mm -hmm. and I don't know like that's the only word it's a portal. It feels like very like I can almost like feel. I don't. I, is it sort of like in the movies where there is like a portal and it's kind of like a little bit of like a fragmented yeah, where like see, where you almost <laughs> see like 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 particles Pixel. moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels like that. And I, that's that's the only way I know how to describe it. But again, there is the there is the cemetery across from the house. And I know we don't know about this. I had I have to tell you both this story. Tell me. A cemetery story. Okay. This cemetery? Not this one. Okay. So I was talking to my family mm-hmm. and my grandma told me a story about her mom. So my great grandma. Okay. Uh, when she was a kid. So she's, so this is like, you know, early 1900s. Um, they, when they would bury people, it was only wooden coffins. So she lived in Germany at the time and they would only use wooden coffins, uh, because that's just what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have the fancy steel one. And ew, who wants to be in those airtight things slowly rotting away over hundreds of years? No yeah. thanks. It's Put so me gross. in the wood. So they have the wood, but here's the issue. So back in the day before medicine was as it is now, they would often think someone was yeah, dead bury people alive. and bury them alive. In the bell. And they would attach yeah. the string to the person and then put a bell and my um it's like jesus how fast are they burying people right. you know like, <laughs> just like the, the hour they in. pass i was just taking a nap <laughs> what like, the fuck give it a few days people i was just in a deep sleep <laughs> are there supposed to be rituals or something wait a few days they're just putting you right in the ground minute grandma closes her eyes <laughs> like damn it well i guess my great grandma when she was little was there with like was at the cemetery with you know family or whoever and they were kind of you know you stroll through a cemetery sometimes especially back then it was very like open and there were just kind of graves a a lot of different places they were strolling through and all of a sudden that bell starts ringing as she's walking by and she was like i said she was young and there are all these people and they start fuck and taking shovels is that what they and said sh- in ni- in 1900 i don't know how to swear in, in- <laughs> <laughs> and they just start digging and my grandma saw them pull a, a living the fuck up. human being no out of the ground shut the fuck up yes and it scarred her so badly that when my Nana, her daughter, was little, she was like, you need to cremate me. Because she was so scared of being buried alive. It was so traumatizing to see that she's like, you need to cremate me. And at that time, cremation was like, nobody did cremation. It was very much not 
like a practice. And so they cremated her because she was literally, and she'd bring it up all the time because it was so traumatizing to her. I have a story along those lines. So my, either my great aunt or my great, great aunt, she was very witchy, mystical type of person. She had a dream she was buried alive. And she was like, <laughs> cremate me. Cremate me, cremate me, cremate me. Mm -hmm. Of course. She dies. No one listens to her, of course. Oh my God. So, one of my family members tells this story. They're carrying her casket. You know how they do? Mm -hmm. With the uh, pallbearers. The casket swings open <gasps> as they're carrying it. And I think it was like my great uncle or something. He was like, I nearly like fell to the ground when that happened. They closed the casket. She, I mean, she's, she's dead in there. You know, she's dead. She's not moving. This is not the early 1900s. This is like probably the 1970s or some shit. They keep walking a second time. It pops open. How does that even happen? Especially when it, like the, the, the caskets nowadays. Don't know. A third time it pops open. No. They close it. And finally that is it. They I mean they, they closed it. <gasps> really going off. Oh my god. Sorry, Broad's the EMF. Maybe she's meter. here. Open it, open turn it on, turn it on, turn it on. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh it's, it's stuck on the top. It's on the top. <laughs> turn on, turn on. No, wait, wait, wait. Skeptic. Okay, okay. Let's Move see. the phone. Okay. Okay, it did go away. Uh, damn it. But but now, in in keeping with that thing, you know, maybe sometimes the uh, someone's using the. All right, let's see. Why is it louder? Okay. It's really talking. Who's here? Is this my great great aunt from the grave? Someone's aunt? That's what that sounds like. That's... Should they have cremated you? What's that? I don't know. I can't hear any of this. Por favor. Por favor. That's what I heard. <laughs> Cremate me, por favor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like. Hmm. Yeah, if you go in up later. The sound later and, like, slow, slow it down. down. And all of a sudden, all these broads are messaging and be like, the messages! I will tell you, I will tell you that my podcast, I constantly, and I even know, like, if I do videos on Patreon or something, like, People if a little piece of dust goes by, I'm I like, oh, here we go. Like, I, so often people will be like, at 447, I heard someone in the background. And I'm like, my dog was coughing. Yeah. It's usually what it is. <laughs> Okay, broads, one more quick pause. As I get older, my philosophy when it comes to skincare sometimes is less is more. What I mean is I'm looking for high quality, proven to work ingredients without all the BS. I don't need a 50 step skincare routine if 45 of the steps are just not it. That's why I am so obsessed with my newest skincare routine from Oak Essentials because they are all about doing the basics really, really well. Good ingredients, Good formulas and clear results are the focus behind all of Oak Essentials products. Only five steps broads. 
Five steps is all you really need to have the glowing skin you've always dreamed of because Oak Essentials five-step skincare routine is made in California from plant-based quality ingredients. It'll nourish your skin at any age and any stage of life. And the five-step routine includes a cleaning balm, a balancing mist, a ritual oil, moisture-rich balm, and a restorative mask when your skin needs a little bit of extra TLC. I'm pretty darn picky about what I put on my face, so often I'll pick up a product at the store, turn it around, and the second or third ingredient is a fragrance or a filler that doesn't really do anything or some other ingredient I would never ever want near my face. But with Oak Essentials, all of the ingredients pass my test. Oak's formulas are non-GMO, organic, and always free from synthetic fragrances, silicones, colorants, sulfates, parabens, petroleum, and all the other things you really don't want to be rubbing into your skin every day. Oak Essentials is powered by nature and proven to work. Go ahead. Reveal your best skin with Oak Essentials at oakessentials.com. You can purchase the entire five-step routine for just $195, or you can just try your first product for 15% off when you use code chatty at checkout. That's O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, oakessentials.com, promo code chatty. Okay, you want me to be honest, broads? When I get busy, the absolute first thing to fall off my to-do list is exercise. Now, maybe, possibly, that's because it's the thing on my list that sometimes I feel like avoiding, but that's not the point. The point is I need to make getting my daily movement in as convenient as possible. Otherwise, let's just be honest, it's not happening. And I know it's important, especially now that I've been getting older, I've been just seeing how clearly moving my body helps me mentally. It's also now that I'm getting older, I'm getting certain aches and pains. So it's helping me physically just feel better. And thanks to Peloton, getting in that daily bike class or yoga flow has never fit into my schedule more seamlessly. Okay. Peloton might be known for their bike, but along with that, the Peloton platform also gets you access to all their other content like cardio classes, yoga, meditation, guided running, bar, workout classes, Uh, skills for every preference and every length of time you could possibly want. Guys, they have just like super easy 10-minute arms classes with just like three-pound weights that will get you absolutely sweating. And it's only 10 minutes. There's no excuse for that. If you have kids while they're napping, while they're watching a, a quick little thing on TV, whatever, 10 minutes, you can do it. It's so approachable. I also use their guided running. They have like audio guided outdoor running classes. I love it. I've also taken their, their, uh, what are they called? Treadmill running classes. Peloton, they, they seriously have it all. I've tried a lot of workout classes in the past and Peloton classes and instructors are some of my absolute favorites. First of all, the music is so well curated. And then also the instructors are hilarious and motivating at the same time, which is not an easy task. I almost forget I'm working out by the end of it. And by the end of it, I feel amazing and I have so much fun even if the only thing I can fit in is a 15-minute cardio class listen the hype is real it's there for a reason because Peloton is that amazing experience motivation like never before with the Peloton bike now $400 less go to onepeloton.com to learn more that's o-n-e peloton p-e-l-o-t-o-n.com onepeloton.com also get their app even if you don't get the Peloton bike it's awesome for fitness classes. Okay, that's all. OnePeloton.com. You're like, what can I say? Well, <sighs> do you guys want to be, how do you guys want to be buried? Cremated for sure. I yeah, think same. cremated. Same. Yeah. 
I'd like to be scattered somewhere. Me too. Yeah. I don't know where, but you know, it's so funny. I was thinking about, I was like, what did we talk about the last time I was here? And I remember we, I told you guys the story of when I got hypnotized because I was eating too many impossible burgers yeah. from oh, yeah. uh, Carl's Jr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it didn't take. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I have found myself back there. So just an update and for I, everyone. <laughs> we've reconnected. By the way, those are the best vegetarian fast food burgers. They're incredible. I know. They're really good. Way better than, yeah, Burger King or any of the other. I'm waiting for McDonald's. Yeah. Well, um, oh my gosh, what when you were gonna say oh, buried. The only thing that I might be interested in is bury me in like a garden with no coffin. Because then That's at least am wants. I fertilizing get look get the worms. So I'm saying let let my body be a source of like you that know. It is not up to code, my queen. I know. But yeah. what if you do <laughs> what if you do it in like some sort of like vacant okay, area? Yeah, but what think about the people that are gonna move in after <laughs> you. See, you're you're not thinking about the horror movie. That's true. Movie. That's true. When like all of a sudden they find one finger. I would finger. want that. If I found up <laughs> if I found finger. bones in my backyard, I would be like, Oh hell yeah. As long as I wasn't having hauntings in my house, I'd be pretty psyched. They found like a femur in the backyard of my neighbors in in Fresno. See, now, we how does in the that country. happen? How does the femur just find itself there? Get this, you guys. Well, granted, I mean, you know, all of this is very like ancient, especially the Central Valley where it's really fertile. I'm sure that's all, mm. you know, indigenous people lived and grew food and died and all those types of things. So. Who knows? There was also so much weird shit in that house. And that whole neighborhood was a brand new development. And so I do wonder, I'm like, were there some dead people down under there who are haunting us? Who knows? But, um, oh, fuck. I was just going to tell a story. What were we talking about? Burying? Oh, guys, you. this is, this is going to be fucking, this is going to blow your mind. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So I was telling someone the other day, it kind of, has to do with the bones, not really, but I think it's going to blow your mind regardless. Someone was telling me the other day how their family's business was they would get, like, have you guys ever been on the East Coast and they'll, they have, like, fences that are all made with, like, rocks? You know, like the kind of rocks that you would maybe, like, line a garden path with. Okay, sure. sure. So someone's family business was they had fields and they weren't very fertile fields. And so every year they would plow through and gather rocks from the field. And okay. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, how do you get more rocks? Did you know that in places where it gets really cold, when it freezes, it will cause the gra- the earth to expand because water expands and it will push up rocks to the surface. So at every spring there is a new rock harvest New rocks that are up at the top of the soil that quite literally float their way up to the top. I don't like that at all. That, it, how that, fucking weird that is that? That freaks me out. That's like my fear of holes. There's something about that that feels oh, very like, that, oh, like yeah. coming crazy. So it might be the same thing with bones. Even in places where it doesn't get super cold, like Fresno, it does freeze. So you imagine over time it will gradually push up bones, rocks, basically anything dense, which makes you wonder. At some point. Especially on the East Coast, how are how are coffins not rising down. to the surface? I mean, these are heavy rocks that are coming to the surface. Why would it stop bones and and coffins Cut from coming? To all of us in twenty years, it's just like we're like just walking <gasps> through just like piles of like. Uh, but I mean, see, like I've been to Boston where it gets so cold, and you know, these are like two hundred, three hundred year old graves. 
Oh, why is that like not a that. thing? But how mm-hmm. crazy is that? That's going to be no. you. It's somebody's, they're going to go out to their garden <laughs> one day yes. to water their and tomatoes. And it's just going to be you, bones. <laughs> I'm just slowly emerging. Okay, you guys, I have to tell you the story about my dad. Tell, tell, okay. tell. So I've been dying. So here's the thing. My dad is the king, like, skeptic. My dad is not somebody who ever my entire life has ever talked about like anything spooky or like anything mystical at all isn't he a pastor or something no no that was evan's dad but um no but he was he was super involved in the church for a long time but he's like i don't know he's just talked about this the other day he's just like east coast pittsburgh like nine to five grew up working at dine like he's just he's just not that way okay so i asked him would never call himself a real spiritual guy no yeah no so I asked him, I was like, hey, we're going to do this like Halloween themed podcast. Like, has anything spooky ever happened to you? And he's like, well, g- give me a sec. And he <laughs> he sends me this long, like this long message. And then I called him after because I was like, excuse me? <laughs> what the hell? Like, did I misread this? So he grew up. He was like in Albany. And he used to always go to his grandma's house. Um, and sometimes when they would be at the grandma's house, they would play in the basement, which is like very, you know, typical East Coast. Like they have basements um, where they would keep things in. And he said one day he was down there with his brother and one of his cousins and they were just kind of like fooling around and playing hide and seek. He was five years old. And. He said it was weird because he had been down in the basement a thousand times. He's like, he'd always felt a little like creeped out by it, but it's also, you yeah, know, you're a kid, basement. it's a basement. Yeah. I get terrifying. creeped out by basements. Yeah. I always say basements are scary because they're your eye level with dead bodies. A thousand percent. A thousand. I haven't been in a basement that I didn't feel creeped out in. No. I'll just throw that Even out there. Even when one's fully furnished, totally. I'm a little bit like, oh, yeah. I got a weird vibe in here. Uh, <laughs> we're closer, not supposed to be six feet underground before we're dead, right? No, no. So, so they're in the basement and, uh, but he says it's so weird because he's like, he's used to seeing a certain setup and he said all of a sudden there had been a curtain that he hadn't even really noticed before that was there that then was pulled back and revealed this like deeper part of the basement that was like darker. And he said, so he like went back there because they were playing hide and go seek. He said he went back there and he crawled into this little like hole looking thing or this little like I don't know cubby he said he crawled in and he all of a sudden was like filled with fear and then he hears a and something it he didn't realize it was like a box and something pushed down and locked him in and he said his cousin and his brother were not down there he couldn't get out of the cubby locked in (sighs) five Oh, no. He said an hour and a half. He was screaming down there. And he said, he said, he's like, I there was nothing in the basement. He's like, sure, maybe a latch got unleashed and something closed me in. But he said, I didn't, it felt like he's like, I was all of a sudden like, and he said he remembers it so vividly, even though he was only five. He's like, I was all of a sudden like filled with like a sense of fear. And then something closed it in. (sighs) screaming down there till he was like yeah for like an hour and a half because they, they it was like you know you have a family yeah, over yeah, and like yeah, you're playing hide and seek and the kids forget and it's like where's mark and whatever yeah. That's and they can't hear him because he's down movie. there right and then he told me he was like 
which is this is again very so unlike my dad he's like i still to this day have a reoccurring dream like every month about being trapped in that and he said he never again like his grandma had that house until she died he never again he wouldn't go one foot in the basement even though everyone would like make fun of him or whatever because he said there was something about it then he said every time he'd like go to the steps he would be filled he's like and it wasn't even this feeling of like being trapped in that he's like it was whatever felt like what it was was in there was so horrifying to him so he has this reoccurring dream and then he said um about how many years later was it i guess i was like in my teens um there was then this one house that we moved into which was so weird because it was the one house that i've had sleep paralysis in and he told yeah, me sleep paralysis i think is not i i I think sleep paralysis is not, I don't know. I always think when people talk about sleep paralysis, I'm like, that is, there is some shit going some on. Shit that going is going not on. just, no. I think there can be, I you think, think so? it is. I think when it's uh location based, like, you know, it only happens in this house or in this room or whatever. I think that, I think if um, more than one person has it, uh. I think sometimes you hear these stories, someone, uh, I sleep in the same bed as my dog. And, and sometimes people will tell me like my dog was going crazy at the, old hag lady in the corner or whatever. Yeah. So that's when I think that there's really something there. Yeah. I, I no, I agree with you because it's like, there's some, there's some like sleep paralysis moments that I can like square away that right. I was like, maybe I was in and out of sleep, but there's some where you're like, I was so vividly awake. Like yeah, I was and when so scared. When the, you, yeah. I don't know. The sense of like terror is like another. Yeah. And feeling so vividly. But he told me then that in this house, that he started to have that dream like every night, the the him being trapped. He's like, all of a sudden, I had kind of forgotten about it a little bit, and all of a sudden, it was coming back every single and night. By the way, did he, he is he claustrophobic or no? No, no, not okay. He still isn't claustrophobic now. Yeah, so I'm okay. saying it's weird because yeah. it's not like it's oh, not he had PTSD from this no, experience. No, it wasn't being trapped. Yeah. It was the feet. Whatever was in there is what terrified <laughs> me. Oh, I don't like that. No, and so then, so the, but then he was like, have that dream reoccurring, and then it like kind of, but like every once in a while, right? And then we moved into this house, and he said it was like every single night I was having this dream. Oh fuck. And he's like, and then he's like, I never told you because I didn't want to freak you out. He's like, but, and this is the time when we were actually very, like, he was still super involved in the church. So we are, the church we were participated in was very not like, we don't talk, like it wasn't spiritual in the yeah. way, like anything like demon or anything like that. Um, He said he was regularly having these moments where he's like, I would get, I would lay in bed. He's like, and I would be vividly awake and I would have these these like dark beings at the foot of the bed and he's like i would just be there he's like and i couldn't move he's like when i would just see this dark being on the bed he's like and at one point there was one day he's like it yanked me out of bed i swear to god no yeah and i'm just like what the fuck dad and he's like i never talked about it because he's like i don't know he's like i feel crazy and i also don't want to freak you guys out but it was so weird because that was the one home that I ever had sleep paralysis in where I saw like a being versus like just laying there and like, no, you know, when you can't move or talk and you're freaking out, it was like, that was the one place that I saw a being. And that was also the place where the person was on the side of our house who had been staring at me, who then opened the pool gate 
<laughs> and like and did this weird thing where like found the keys to our pool gate and opened both gates and put the stakes in and was like watching us on the side of the house who was like Ew. in the dark like yeah. a living human person mm-hmm. well the, i mean maybe i don't know yanking people out of bed that is my that's the worst that's this that to me is the scariest thing yeah being physically like I can't even have like my toes uh, like hanging out. No. Oh, no. Yeah. And I, the thing I always talk <laughs> about is if you're if a thing is strong enough to pull you out of bed, imagine all the good things that they could do around the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Like, what a waste. What true. a waste of time. If you're trash. gonna be misplacing items, put them where they need to go. Girl, we've You've been do, watching. You know everything belongs. Wash the dishes. We could do the dirty dancing finale. They could pick <laughs> me up. We yeah. could do cute things. Speaking of pulling out, my uncle was telling me. Wait, what? <laughs> pulling out. What was that segue? Speaking of pulling out. <laughs> we're taking a swift turn in this podcast. <laughs> it's going to get a little spooky, a little sleazy. <laughs> ta, ta, ta. Okay. The, the yanking out of bed. Yes. My uncle told me that when he was in college, his the dorms that he was living on were old um, army barracks. And um, he, at the time, he didn't get along with anyone at his school. And uh, so he was on this, he was in this uh, dorm that was kind of like chaotic and a little rough house-y. And he was at the very last room and most people had to bunk together, but there was this one dorm or this one like hall where there were two empty rooms at the end uh, of the hall. And so he took one of them. And so he had a full room to himself that was empty. And then a room right next to him that was empty and no one ever ended up moving into. And um, he said that he started to have these weird, like when he moved in, he's like, I started to like kind of hear weird things. He's like, I would go to the bathroom right next door. And he's like, I remember just hearing a typewriter constantly, like just... And this was an art school. It was all, they just had paintbrushes and sculptures. <laughs> there was no typing. And so he'd go to the bathroom. He's like, I would just hear, and just like Ew. talking. And he was just like always kind of so like, I don't like that. Uh, no, no. And he was just like on edge all the time. And he said one day he went in his, uh, he went in his bedroom and he's like, I was absolutely awake because he's like, there was a fight going down in the hall and it was keeping me up. And like, he's like, I'd always pop my head out and they'd call me mother. Cause I was, I was like, he said, was always like, you guys stop fighting oh, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the hall. So he's like, he turned, he, he had just popped his head out and had the light on. And then he's like, you guys stop. Da, da, da. Closes the door, turns the light off. And he said, I just lay down and I hear a, like someone hawking a loogie. He's like, and I feel spit just <gasps> splatter against my face. Like I flip the light on right away, freaking out. Like I'm looking in the mirror and there's a full like spit across my face. That's fucking weird. Yeah. And so then he's just like obviously panicking. Oh, and this was the other part. Sorry. Uh, Most of the noise that he would hear would come from the room next to his that was completely empty that no one was living in. So until the the loogie, he had only really heard sounds in the bathroom and in this empty room. He said, in fact, with the empty room, he would often like peek in because he would hear sounds and he would notice that like the shades would be down a certain way. And then he one day and then the next day they'd be up. He's like, so I started messing with it. So I'd go in and I'd pull the shades a certain way and then I'd go check the next morning and they were a different way. Wait, but was there an actual loogie or like a ghost no, he said loogie? There, no, he said there was actual spit on his face. That's wild. Okay. And so so then he was having all these things, but he was by himself like down the hall. 
And um, they ended up getting a new RA like two weeks afterwards. And so then the RA moved into that room. Mm. The RA was in there one night. Said, out of here. The next morning, he knocks on Andre's door and he's just like, what's going on? Like, like, what's going on in that room? He's like, does anyone on this hall do like witchcraft or anything like that? And Andre's like, no, why? And he's like, because someone physically pulled me out of my bed. <gasps> oh, I hate that. And Andre said he was there for he was there for two more months. <laughs> he said every single night this poor guy had his lights on all night and played Christian music <laughs> and like never slept because he was so freaked out and would hear things and feel things in the room. And then it was like after two months, he was like, peace, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, that is when I would become a nun. Yeah, that's <laughs> when I'm like, Lord look Jesus. at Googling convents. Yeah. Which one do I need to go to? Yep. because this I can't live that way. So full, someone fully pulled out of their bed, full spit across their face. Speaking of pulling out and (laughs) spitting in someone's face. You're like, this is not the fun kind, though. (laughs) Oh, my God, you guys. I have, okay, going back to that hide and seek story, because that made my wheel start turning. Because I'm like, what is the horror movie that's Haunted House? And I I think it's The Conjuring, where they're like playing hang and sing. They're doing the clapping thing. And then that reminded me. That was one of the best trailers, by the way, ever. Do you guys remember that trailer? Oh, my God. My whole body. So scary. But so I uh, have had on this past year. I listened to it. and I was just going to bring it up. Yes, Andrea Perrin. So good. I'm obsessed with her. So good. She is the eldest daughter of the real family that the movie is based on. You, you know? got to listen to this I episode, like, Jess. Full chills. She's because also she's amazing. Like, <laughs> she's really funny. She's really cool. Yeah, she's just like, oh no. Um, they were pissed. What was, what's the ghost's name or the spirit's name? Uh, I can't remember. I There's can't a remember lot either. of them, but she... she uh, the main like old ghost who... Oh, Bathsheba yeah, Sherman. Bathsheba. Yeah, that they like you know, the story in the movie is very much not the yeah. story of the real. And she was talking about how Bathsheba was pissed about how she was portrayed in the movie <gasps> yes. and like this whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the seances that they've held like for it was so good. Anyway, yeah, continue. she's got incredible stories. Oh, my God. And she makes it sound like the real one is so much scarier than the movie. Mm hmm. The For movie real? does not seem, according to her, and she she's written books about it and stuff, and I'm obsessed Wait, with her. Wait, she said it was way scarier. Way scarier. She said, more, she said that they had to, like, water it down for the for the movies. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, my God, bring us Conjuring 5 where we get her the full, unfiltered oh, version of what's going well, on. Well, go listen to when she was on my show. It's a two-part. It's um, good. We oh get my into God, a I'm, lot of it. She really also fun. She also um, can sing and um, make UFOs appear in the sky. What? She starts singing, and you'll see lights in the sky, apparently. Get your Someone, goggles on. Honestly, you know, some people just have... That thing. That connection that to the other world. Factor. Did you guys know that the uh, Conjuring House is for sale? I did see I that. I did just see that too. And it seems like the old owners had been using it as like an Airbnb. Like, yeah, they seem to be very, um, like, they're paranormal investigators and they're really into letting people have the experience of, of seeing the activity in the house. Would and so, you guys spend the night there on an Airbnb? Hell fucking no. No way. <laughs> Absolutely See, not. I would, defi- I would definitely do it. I mean, 
I would have to have like a group of people with me. I would never just go with like I feel like I've talked to you about this because I one of the times I think I was on the show, I probably told the story about when I stayed in a haunted bed and breakfast and I left in the middle of the night. And it's because I was with my friend. I remember that very vividly. Yes. My friend was uh, not. He was just wanting to go to bed. And that's why I need to go to these places with people. I want to live stream. Yeah. There was just this girl on TikTok that was live streaming in a haunted hotel and people kept sending it to me. And I guess like millions of people or whatever watched it. But that's the way to do it. Live streaming your attic. Yeah, because then you won't feel like you're alone. I think you know proof. I would like like I'm not I'm not gonna go one on one with someone. I'm not gonna go with you. Don't go toe to toe with Bathsheba. No, I'm saying like I'm saying like if I'm not gonna go like with Evan and spend (laughs) the night just the two of us. Well, would you do that on like the Queen Mary? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Mm -mm. but I'm like I'm like I've done it. I left him alone. But nothing happened. Nothing happened though. I was just like, I don't, I don't like the feeling of. I know that this place is haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like I've been in hotel rooms where I'm like, it feels like there's something going on here. But I'm like, no one has told me it's haunted, so I'm like, good. Like yeah. I, you know, when right. I hear all these stories, I'm like, that's gonna happen to me. So yeah, I think I think okay, for yeah, me, what were you I, no, I would just I would be so into going. Like there's like seven people. And yeah. you go and you stay and you Airbnb or you're in a hotel or whatever. And there's like a big group of you. And I'd be like, we're not sleeping tonight or we're barely or we're taking shifts. But like, I would love to do that. And you bring all the toys. and Yeah, bring know. all the toys and do all that fun stuff. But I'm like, I can't do a one on. I can't do two people and trying to like literally sleep in no, the night. No, absolutely not. I have no interest in I that. I get freaked out. There was when I went to college, there was a... Uh, it was rumored that one of the buildings, the, the so they had one uh, one building that was still from the original school, and it was pretty old. And apparently, before they turned it into a school, it used to be a quote unquote insane asylum. Okay, mm. and so they were like, "This used to be what this was," and then they changed it into a school. You know, at the beginning of the 1900s. And it's the only original building there and it's down. So it's a basement area. So you'd have to go down to your classes and they'd be like in the basement. And they said there were like catacombs down there. And that was the whole rumor. And it was the James building and everyone was freaked out. And I would, I had a class there at nighttime. So I'd like go across campus and go into the James building at night alone. And I was terrified every single time. I'm like, but if I had group of people with me i was okay and it, i was like giggling oh, about sure. it but i'm alone fuck no absolutely i was not. absolutely terrified every time even though my brain i was like i know this is a rumor like <laughs> there's no way that it is there's just no way i don't believe it i don't believe that there were that i think they even proved that it was just a school rumor and it was bullshit well i'm just worried about something attaching to me because with my luck or what if okay this is might sound crazy but what if other demons or ghosts sense the essence of this very powerful demon or ghost or whatever. And then in your home is more likely to be like, oh, a little oh entry point, you know? You mean like a hell hole? Kind of. <laughs> with you. Like I, the hole in Buffy that's just like the portal to hell? There was this property in Clovis, where I'm from, that... Yes, wait. You know about the sanitarium? Yes, because Dude, this is actually a, yeah. Okay, wait, tell what 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 what. My friend Chris Colfer, who's um, an actor and author, 
um, from the TV show Glee and stuff. Or he was yeah, yeah. he was recently on my show, and he's from Clovis. Yeah, and I, he he had the same high school teacher uh, drama teacher as I did, oh Mrs. Kaler. Shout out Mrs. Kaler, who actually is a phenomenal drama teacher. But first of all, Chris Colfer was a gift from Ghost Podcasting Gods. Ghosts are obsessed with Chris Colfer, even <laughs> even aliens and everything. Wow! And so we, I was like looking up things about where he was from, and then I found that place. Yeah, go on, go on. No, I was just gonna say I remember driving past it like as a kid, and I'd be like in my friend's, you know, mom's car or whatever, and they'd be like, "That place used to be an insane asylum." Like they tore it down in 2014, so pretty recently. But it was. Let me read about it real quick. The Wolf Manor, originally known as the Andrews Estate, later the Clovis Avenue Sanitarium. It was built in 1922 as 8,000 square feet, had a ballroom and five bedrooms. In 1935, 13 years later, don't know what happened there, it became the Hazelwood Sanitarium. In the 1950s, it was licensed by the Department of Mental Hygiene. In 1954, a hospital wing was added to the house where they treated mental disorders, and it was shut down only in 1992, actually. Um, It became a haunted attraction, It became a haunted attraction. It was really popular, and they had to tear it down because it was... Driving people. uh, Yeah, and also it was... People said it was an eyesore. It was kind of like... It was very bizarre, though. It was like... It, like, a lot of... Clovis is like flat dirt lots and fields. And right. It was just kind of like there on the street. Like it was just right there. And you, you would, it was impossible not to notice it. But I had friends who went into it and supposedly on in the basement, like in the bottom floor was like the cream. They would have, they would do like cremation down there. And supposedly like in the summers, um, I don't know, something like there's a heat wave and there's like a lot of dead bodies. They were like piling up in the basement because they couldn't like cremate them fast enough and it gets really hot in Fresno and it's just like hellish. Anyway, so basements are usually the cooler, right? Like, yeah. so my friends, they broke into it and they went to the basement. They said they swore it was like 10 or 15 degrees hotter the minute they got down in the basement. Like the <gasps> air was just thick and oh. hot. And they said they got the hell out of there. They were like, no thanks. Mm. A lot of those like paranormal shows went to that place. Really? Yeah, there is like footage and stuff out there. Creepy. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I like those old buildings, though. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. I went to, um, so when I went to Sedona, there's a little mountain town called Jerome, Mm-hmm. That is, it's an old mining town. You go up the mountain and it's not far from Sedona at all. And it's, um, it's like the whole town is incredibly haunted. And the place is like, they really embrace it. There's like yeah. a, a restaurant called like the Haunted Hamburger. And there's like <laughs> ghost tours all day long. And they have a hotel with a history um, that I believe it was a hospital. And it's apparently very, very, very haunted. And it's like this, it's almost like, shining vibes where it's like this old building that's like on the top of a mountain and they say it's like super haunted oh my god i would not stay in that <laughs> you're like no, i will not be Pass. staying at the hotel wait i wish i had it edited uh, somewhere on my phone there is a video where i went to that place i went to the bathroom and i swear i was videotaping because i'm like this bathroom's crazy and I hear a voice in it. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, my God, yes. There's a couple. There's definitely a few spots in L.A. that feel a little 
I know where else? Spooky. Like haunted places. Los Feliz feels a little spooky to oh, me. Oh, there's a lot of history there. Do you remember really? like, the Los Feliz murder mansion? Sounds familiar. I just always feel I love oh, Los Feliz, but like it always feels whenever I'm like strolling around town, I'm always like this has a little bit of like a spooky vibe in, yeah. in a good way. Well, it was really booming in like the 20s and like silent film era and that yeah. kind of thing. So Los Feliz murder mansion, which is not confirmed as being haunted, but it's this really messed up story. <sighs> I'm always nervous about telling stories like this because I'm not the best at facts and there are like actual facts. Listen, listen, you put that you put that caveat on it. So you're okay, good. If you're, you're getting good. facts from someone named Roz Dresfiles, <laughs> that's a you problem. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> so there's this house and I think it was in the 50s. Do you want me here? I'll just look it up. I got my phone. Okay. Well, how about fact check me as I go? I will. I will. I will. I'm I won't sure say I got it. You keep going. I'm pretty sure I got it pretty good. Okay. So this doctor in the 50s um, murdered his wife you're and you're tried you. to murder his children and they got away and then killed himself, I believe. Oh, jeez. And then the house kind of like sat empty for a long time. And people would say, this was like the urban legend around this area of Los Angeles, that you could like look in the windows and there were this happened in December that there were still like 50s Christmas presents Ew, creepy and oh somebody God. actually went in there and like took pictures a couple years ago and um there was but then it turns out that there was a family that bought the house and they used it as storage like this big mansion um and I, nobody occupied it for years and years and years. And then it went on the market. years it was untouched. Yeah, and then it went wow. on the market. And this couple bought it and they like kind of gutted it. They gutted it. <laughs> and um, and then they realized, I think, that it's just way too much work. And that, now I think it might still be on, it might be on the market again. I'm not sure. Wow. But that's like a story that did happen. And people have gone in there and seen like blood stains, like like little bits and pieces of things allegedly um exist you guys want to hear this is this is so bizarre no apparently like there were it's you you told the story pretty much right except pretty that, much no, no, no you did you did except that apparently the people who bought it they didn't make any changes to the decor so it wasn't like it wasn't like visions of christmas decor like no, apparently it's the original 1950s TV set, like they a didn't Christmas touch tree, and gifts. No, like they didn't touch anything. Oh, that's and very And the furniture creepy. is covered in a thick layer of dust, and the living room remains the exact same as it was that night. N no one, no one did anything. And now the guy who owns it has refused to sell the property, but he frequents the site to feed his two cats who live there. It's, oh, that is, is really spooky. That is, is so one of those spooky. things. It's kind of like Cecil Hotel, where like the internet, like a lot of people have like gotten. They've gotten yeah. down to like the story, and that's where I'm like, I don't. All I know is mainly like the urban legend version of the story. But right. Wait, I just found the EVP that <gasps> yes, yes, ghost yes. voice. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is at the hotel in Jerome, and I think this is what I because it was in a bathroom. I just started videotaping. I was like, I was in the bathroom stall, and I was like, because the bathroom looked like an old shower kind of, and I was like, this is cool. I start like videoing i think i hear a, there's nobody in there i think i hear a voice say i pooped here boys i think i hear an evp 
<laughs> Wait. I think it says I pooped here. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> oh, it's totally ground here. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what it that's said. A, that's God. also a pretty. That's also a pretty loud. I mean, that was a loud voice. There was nobody in there. Where yeah, was this? that's a loud voice. This was in, in the this haunted town, Jerome. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, in okay. Arizona. Yeah. Um, at this ha- uh, haunted hotel. Mm-mm. I pooped here. What's going on with the Cecil these days? I don't think it's open to. To business or for business, they were, they were gonna try to you know revamp it. I know that was just being discussed, but I'm sure now after the Netflix documentary, I know she's really had her moment. The Cecil, you yeah, know, she really like, has. Because she there's really also has. been like ghost hunters have gone in there, and there's been like other specials, and mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure. I don't know let's, what the latest let's is. Let's Google it. Let's see what's going on. Oh yeah, no, no, now it is the the stay on stay Main. on Maine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But I don't know if like would you stay there overnight? That Hell place is no. dark energy. You know, I went mm. inside there one you time. Did? You oh, did? Really? I didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I told you this. We're just It's not a great we story. We talked about it either last year or two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, then I probably did tell it. It's a, not really? really a great story. It's just one night when me and my friend were like, let's go just see what it's like in there. And so we just walked in and we got in the elevator and we went like up a bunch of floors and then we started walking around and then security busted us. But we like went in the elevator and walked around and I just... I don't, I, there could be a lot of factors why I didn't like the energy, but I just did not like yeah. it in there. Yeah. Well, I think I told you guys that my, that Gray's friend was doing the lighting um, yes. in there for in when the, they were renovating the new, it. Yeah. And the security guard was like, Mm-mm. a lot of shit goes oh on. Like a lot of <laughs> shit like goes on here. It seems <laughs> like it's, it's unanimous. Like, no, this place is fucked up even when i was watching the documentary just like (sighs) visually there's some places that like when i'll watch little documentaries or youtube things about like oh this is haunted i'm like i would go there but when i watched that there was something about it like i just felt just a chill in my bone and that i'm like i have no interest in going to that hotel everything is just so dark there Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's very tragic and just dark yeah apparently it's now designated as a historical cultural monument by uh the city of los angeles so i don't think they can tear it down um but in 2017 (laughs) it closed for renovations it hasn't opened its doors since um oh great they can keep it up for forever terrifying that is it is really scary there i would i don't even know i was gonna say i would like just walk through in the day i don't i don't even honestly know if i would want to like you're saying it does feel There's like something dark. about it yeah that i'm like normally i'm like if 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 either of you were like hey jess you want to go explore such and such i'd be like i'm on my way now with yeah. pretty much anything Coming. but if you were like we're gonna go to the cecil i'm a little bit like there's something about it that i just don't it just doesn't settle right with me wait google image cecil hotel ghost there's like somebody took a picture in like a window of a ghost that looks oh. really spooky. God, the the Eliza Lamb stuff oh. is just so horrible, though. Guys, if you don't know anything about the Cecil Hotel, Google it. It's just awful. It's just a place where endless horrible things have happened since it opened in like the like 20s. This picture, I don't know what it yeah. is. It just looks like something, somebody, something. No, it definitely looks like someone is Show me. looking out the window. Mm-mm. See, that's the thing about, like, ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a 
big murder true crime person per se. No, not Becca no, and I are not either. either. No. Yeah, and so like being a paranormal person, it's like you encounter so like it's just part of it, and that's like the part I don't. I'm not like I like like ooh like um, like a little grandma ghost like I like that yeah, I don't the happy like ghosts. I don't like the brutal murder ghosts no, and no. the that's and dark. All My that thing stuff. is it's like I want to always respect. I mean, there's a family involved, so many yeah. people, and sometimes with some of the true crime stuff, I'm just like if I was if this was like a family member of mine, like, and it's just kind of like, ooh, it's like, no, that's like, oh my God, the serial being. killer got him, sad no. for her. It's like, oh, that's no. the it's like, that's someone's, thing that could happen. That's a person, that's a human, that's a person. And but, it's like all the worship of the murderers and stuff. Oh, I just don't, yeah, that shit's I don't weird. Like no, Did you guys know so the comedy so store is supposed to be haunted? Of course, yeah, it's very haunted. It's very haunted. Yeah, I've had a few people on my show that, um, have performed there and stuff and wow some stories very haunted i think i've heard the laugh factory is too i think there's a that i mean about right it doesn't it doesn't not add up to me that a that a comedy with people you know the comedians around that there would be some yeah the hollywood improv they say is haunted as well and i've had um the uh she was a general manager uh she does something there now, uh, but she's been there for a long time. Rita, uh, she came on my podcast and um, she's got stories of that place. And so, you know, I, there is a there is a theory of sometimes places are haunted, not just because someone died there. I think that's like the mm. that's kind of like the basic. Belief, yeah, no, of course, know? of course. And um, there's there's buildings like that where people got their break or they had the best moments of their life or, you know. So when they pass, it's like their happy place. Or... Right, right. That's Do you know where why they, they go to reside. Comedy stores haunted though. Yeah, because the mob, like there was. Yeah. Long before it was the comedy store, it was a place called Ciro's, and it was like the the place. And they were often people in the basement. Yeah, mm -hmm. there was mm -hmm. a lot of that, and so people see like gangster ghosts. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. I'm okay with a gangster ghost. I'm not. <laughs> They're like, gonna be the ones that are gonna choke you out of your that's bed. True. Like, oh. I think they're just more something like, hey, like it's just like I think more cartoonish <laughs> gangster. <laughs> Talking about like, your like pizza preneur yeah, guys, just kind of what you're imagining. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but oh, well, well, what a time! What a time! I I do have to go in a moment, but I did want to tell you both one more thing. Okay. Because again, you both we started this off talking about your secondhand shopping mm -hmm. and estate sales. Yes. And I wanted to pass on a story just to beware. No. Just to beware of when you are making purchases. Okay. So one of our dear family friends, um, numerous years ago, he him and his daughter were at a um a secondhand store and she at the time was like probably 16 and she wanted to get a new like vanity for her room and so he bought her this vanity and they set it up in her room and the day that they put it in she went to bed and she started to hear you know all the things starting to hear all the thuds getting touched in the middle of the night oh, but it felt menacing and she would be like screaming and running to her parents room. Now this this she was so not that way before. Like she was never like worried or even like really thought about anything ghosty. And uh and then she they hadn't they hadn't put together the fact that they just bought that and then that all this stuff started to happen. And it just got worse and worse. Like she wasn't sleeping at all. 
And so they were trying to figure out what to do. Then one night, um, uh, the mom set like lit a candle to like do a blessing. And as soon as they closed the door and left her alone, apparently like the flame just like popped like, like firework style. And she freaked out and goes back into her parents' room. You know, it's just a whole nightmare. Well, he then, our friend, heard from someone else that someone was like, never buy a mirror secondhand because a spirit can get caught in a mirror. And that's like a big thing. Like, don't get a secondhand mirror. Anything mm. else, fine, not a mirror. And so what he did is apparently you have to wrap it up. Um... And then you break, like, so you don't just break it or throw it away. If you break it, it's something like it can be released and like go elsewhere, but you're supposed to wrap it up really tightly, fully covered, and then break the mirror. And so he wrapped it up, he broke the mirror, and then he took it like to the dump. And from that day forward, she, it's been numerous years now, she has never had a haunty experience ever again. But what about the bad luck if you. I know, you gotta take that chance. You gotta take that that luck chance. There's this, um, I found these people, they, Vice did a video on these people, uh, their company is called Unsettling Toys, and they're based in Portland, and they're these two fun people that created an adoption agency for, um, really ugly toys, and (laughs) spooky looking toys, and haunted toys. Amazing. And they rehome them to people. They don't just sell them. They, like, figure out who's the right fit for each one of these. And they have all these stories about haunted dolls and toys. Whoa. What are they called again? Unsettling Toys. Unsettling Toys. Yeah. I love that. They were just recently on a couple weeks ago. That's amazing. I love that. Reminds me of your Cabbage Patch dolls from your house. Well, they're gone. (sighs) They are gone. Anyway. Anywho. (laughs) Roz. What a fun time. We love you so much. Thanks for coming on. so much for coming on. Broads, make sure if you haven't, it'll all be in the episode notes below. Check out Ghosted. An incredible podcast. Go listen Thank to you. The, the interview with um, Andrea Perez. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that. Um, no. Andrea Perrin. Perrin. <laughs> Perez. Your Perez. Uh, Hernandez. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you're Perez. Perez. <laughs> yeah, she, you're like, she's yeah, like, you're Perez. Perez. And you're, you're like, Perez. no. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, the, the great thing about... It's been uh, almost three years of doing these ghost stories. They don't they don't have a shelf life. I mean, you might want to fast forward through the intros where I'm like, you guys, there's this thing called COVID. Like, that's the part <laughs> you don't you don't really have to worry about that. But the stories, the ghost stories don't expire. So I've got over 100. I don't know how many um, of these fun stories out there. Super fun. Aliens and, you know, we have ghosts and, and I've had on famous people and, uh, you know, all kinds of people, experts everything and um yeah so go check it out and with that bras have a happy halloween happy halloween stay spooky and we'll chat soon chat soon (laughs) bye